Could you sing the opening line one more time of that refrain? Listen to the words. You came from heaven to earth to show the way. Okay, from okay, okay, just that part one more time. Just that line. You came from heaven to earth to show the way. Thank you. Bravo. You hear those words? You came from heaven to earth to show the way. Why did God have to do that? Come from heaven to earth to show the way. Put that on hold for a moment. Um, have you ever done something nice for somebody and they gave you this response? Ah, you're such an angel. What an angel. Or sometimes they even go so far to say, you are my guardian angel. Thank you for what you did. You're my guardian angel. There was a show on uh, television. I don't think it's on anymore. Maybe reruns uh, Touched by an Angel. I don't think I ever saw a full episode because it always got a little uh, uh, sugary for me and, and it, it got too much. But, but I found it basically an uplifting show. Uh, Della Reese was the star. And the premise was this, I think, that God sent two angels from heaven to earth in human form, not with wings or anything, to show people the way, to get people back in touch with what it means to be really human. And the premise, would, I would say, would be linked to the biblical premise uh, from the stories before Abraham, especially the opening stories of Genesis, that God made us in his image and likeness. Just us, not the animals and insects, but we, men and women, were made in his image and likeness, put us into this beautiful garden with every possible conceivable delicious fruit tree to eat from. Everything was perfect. Even walking around nude, there was no lust, there was no shame. It was just the human body beautiful. Everything was, whoa, peaceful and lovely until temptation came and temptation proved that we were not god we were human in other words uh we're creation we didn't create anything we were we're human we just belong to this beautiful creation god made and we were we were weak or there was the possibility that temptation could break through and it did and because of temptation uh, adam and eve became uh this is story in its most beautiful form they became uh, disobedient. They thought they were bigger than they were, and they sinned. And sin multiplied and developed further, more profoundly. So by the fourth chapter, a brother kills his own blood brother. Cain kills Abel out of jealousy. And we see the full flaw of our human nature now by sin, or at least, um, at least uh, affected, uh, infected by sin. So, God came from heaven to earth to show us the way. And as that refrain goes on, it'll show us the way to the cross, the cross to the grave, the, the grave to heaven above. And what I believe is the most profoundly descriptive um, uh, thing about the cross, yes, uh, God uh, saved us from our sins, uh, but I think in a bigger way, he saved us from the power of sin. He broke through. And the breaking through, thank you. 
God, all they do is talk to each other. Nobody listens. Jeez. The breakthrough was that Jesus showed us how to be profoundly human. Because the truth is, in a lot of ways, we're inhuman. In a lot of ways, we're inhuman. I'll, I'll give you some examples of inhuman. It comes from the first words of this first reading from wisdom literature. And this is a perfect example of the purpose of wisdom literature, to, to bestow on us more wisdom. This is what it says. Wrath and anger are hateful things. It's true. If somebody comes at you with wrath and anger, spits in your face, is horrible to you, that's awful. They're hateful things. Yet... The sinner hugs them tight. The sinner hugs them tight. Somebody gets hurt and they say, it'll never be the same. You'll pay. You'll be sorry. I was a pro myself that when I get hurt, I do the silent treatment. I was a pro. I really worked hard at just, just not talk to somebody. You'll pay. You'll pay. And I hugged it. I loved it. I punish them in silence. The vengeful will suffer the Lord's vengeance, for he remembers their sins in detail. Okay. But then it asks these questions. Could anyone nourish anger against another and, and expect healing from the Lord? Of course not. Yes, they could. Could anyone refuse mercy to another like himself? Can he seek pardon for his own sins? No. Of course he can. The point is, broken by sin, we can be so inhuman and so unmerciful, even if God is merciful toward us. So the best of all religion should lead us back to being truly human. And truly human would be this mixture of human and divine, that there's a godliness to us. And what could be more godly than to show mercy? What could be more godly than to forgive someone? And to forgive someone like these scriptures say right off the debt. So uh, Peter comes up to Jesus and he asks the question. And it's such a funny passage to me because he asks the question and then he gives the answer. And it's a good answer. You know the, the number seven in scripture means perfection, completeness. So anytime anyone says seven, that means uh, you can't get any better than that. This is perfection. So Peter says innocently, uh-huh. Jesus, how many times must be forgiven? Seven times? He gave the right answer. But Jesus says surprisingly, no, Peter, not seven times. I tell you, 77 times. Or the old translation from the New American Bible, St. Joseph edition said, I tell you, uh, 70 times, seven times, which would be 490 times. But whether it's 77 or 490 or 7, the point is you should always forgive. Always forgive. And the introduction of the Mass today says why. Because when we forgive, it, it brings peace into ourselves. It may not uh, affect the person who's been forgiven. They may not care. I'll pick on Jesus because he's right in front of me. Jesus offends me. And, and I'm upset for a day. And then I say, you know, Jesus... Forget it, it's all over, I forgive you. And he says, I don't want your forgiveness. I don't need your forgiveness. It's not about that person being affected, although it usually would affect them. It's about me letting go of the anger and wrath inside, not hugging it tight. 
letting it go. Why? Because it brings peace. It brings healing. Uh, it allows me once again to function fully. Because it takes a lot of energy to hug vengeance and wrath. It takes energy. And it, it, it deadens the spirit. So Jesus says, no, we must always forgive. So let me tell you a story, he says. I'm going to give you a little parable to help you understand this. And then he tells, as he always does, in a hyperbolic way, in just a, an exaggerated scene. This man owes a huge amount. And of course, the language is important. It's not just he owes some money to the king, but a huge, huge amount. And so the king says, well, okay, uh, sell him, his wife, his children, and all of his possessions, and, and when you get the money for that, pay me back, which was his right. It was the just thing to do. And the man falls on his knees and begs him, please, master, please, 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 um, just please don't do this. I'll pay you back in full, I promise. And here's the, the beauty in the story. The king was moved with compassion. He sees a man in pain, sorrowful, hurting, wanting forgiveness. He just would like to have some time. That's all he's asking for, some time. But the king, because he was moved with compassion, said, Oh, you don't have to pay me back at all. Go ahead, you're free. Forget the debt. Now, all of us get it. From a logical point of view, we just say, wow, what a story. Wouldn't that be nice? I hear it in the commercial all the time. If you owe all these debts and credit cards and blah, 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 come to us. We'll consolidate and we'll get it wiped away. We'll get it fixed. I've never called them. I don't have a big debt, but... Boy, if I did, I'd be tempted to make that call. Whoa, you can wipe it away? We get that. But then the story turns, and this is just awful. This is the story of sin. This is inhumanity. This man who has just been shown the ultimate mercy, not given some time to fix his past, but to have his past wiped away, to be free. He should have said, I am so blessed, I'm going to spend the rest of my life blessing others. But instead, somebody who owed him a little amount, he seized him, he choked him. You pay me back in full. Jesus presents this story. And what do you think? Well, I would propose to you this story is an angel. That Jesus, Jesus told the story from the heavens, from the divine, from the, from the point of view of mercy and forgiveness, the godly things, godly things, mercy and forgiveness. And this has come down from heaven to show us the way. And, and I guess I would say, you know, uh, like so much of the scripture, I think we get into trouble when we try to get it too literal. And he meant this and didn't. But, but when we listen intuitively, it's more like poetry. It's saying, don't you see? Jesus just, he's telling a story. This didn't happen, and yet it happens every day. How many of us have felt the mercy of God, really? How many of us have something shameful in our past? Something that we would want nobody to know? Maybe the kind of thing that we might tell in confession, some... I can't even say it in confession. It's just it's too embarrassing. 
too often. What if the priest hears my voice and knows who I am? He would know. Isn't this what leads people into addiction? This is what they say that people, when they addi get addicted to alcohol or any substance or gambling or anything, or anything, they, 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 the, the way out is to tell your sins to somebody. Make an inventory. I think that's the third step. The fourth one is tell somebody. Read it to them. I've heard some inventories that go on for five, ten pages. I did this. I did this. I hurt my parents this way. I hurt this person. I hurt myself. And, and on and on and on and on. Why? Because it's freeing to finally come to the truth and say it. And for what purpose? To feel merciful forgiveness. To let mercy in because when we hold on to those things, hug them tight, that keeps mercy far away from us. It can't get in. There's no room. But if we can open up and admit the truth, mercy can flow in and bring healing and bring the gift of peace. Today I would propose to you, this reading is an angel sent from God. This is a true angel that has come to reveal the way to being fully human and to feel its divineness. And to come close to God because God so often, actually always, comes so close to us.